Did you sense the tingling in the toy collecting force this week? What you felt was the giggling glee of merchandisers everywhere rubbing their greedy mitts together after the first Age of Ultron trailer hit the interwebs. You're listening to the Action Figure Blues podcast, episode number 140, for the week of Wednesday, the 29th of October, 2014. I'm Ben, and with me tonight are... Scott. Adam. And John. This episode is brought to you by Raid Collections and ActionFigureBlues.com. Tonight, our Toy of the Week is the DC Collectibles Covergirls Katana statue, and our discussion topic is Signs It's Time to Stop Collecting a Line. Pleasure to have your company, lads. Yay. Yay, thank you. Hooray. <laughs> At least we're adapting to this uh, new daylight savings time thingy, except for you, Scott. You decided to go backwards in time an hour. Yeah, I you know, have such issues with daylight savings that I've gone to Queensland where it's not celebrated. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and your curtains haven't faded. No, they haven't faded. That's the whole point. So <laughs> back in... Uh, it was about seven o'clock here on Saturday night, and I thought I'll just go and run to the shops to get some, you know, things before uh, podcast. And of course, the supermarket's closed. It's you know seven o'clock in the middle of the CBD of Brisbane, uh, <laughs> so I had to go in and find a Seven Eleven, thinking I might as well be in Adelaide. Um, Yay! Yeah. <laughs> Best place ever. <laughs> yeah, but all good. Excellent. So you had a good week. Uh, yeah, I just came up here yesterday, so I was at home last week, which is lovely. And, nice. uh, yep, just doing the normal, normal stuff. Everybody's well. Oh, very good. Very good. What about you, Mr. Nerd? Bright and early? Yeah, it's early here. Um, I actually made a cameo on Planned Banter this week, which was kind of cool. <gasps> wow. But it was a, a pre-recorded cameo. They, um, had recently done their top 10 Simpsons episodes as a two-part thing. Ah, so, very- um, yeah, so I went and recorded my top ten and uh, sent it off to them, and, and they included it in their show. So I got a little bit of a ten-minute cameo on their podcast. Outstanding. So yeah, how did you manage to whittle it down to ten? You know, I went by pretty much the ones that really stuck out in my memory that I liked. Yeah, yeah. You know, the Check. ones that stuck with me. Check out my new chainsaw and hockey mask. That was Cape Fear, and that was actually my number one. <laughs> I, I really, I really do think that's the number one episode. <laughs> Shark boy, <laughs> excellent, uh, very good. What about you, Mister Adam? Uh, I haven't been up to much. Um, started packing for my trip next week. Awesome. Nice. And how long yeah. are you going for? Uh, pretty much two weeks. Nice. And you'll be, um, you'll be keeping an eye out at Walgreens for us. No. <laughs> that's harsh. <laughs> Almost certainly not. I emailed you my want list and I didn't get a response. Yeah, well, none of it involved, you know, um, hookers or booze, so mm. it seemed unlikely considering going to Vegas. Mm. Yeah, fair mm. enough. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Awkward pause. <laughs> <laughs> uh, One of those yeah. things is hard to fit in a suitcase. Yes, exactly. Booze. <laughs> oh, my gosh. How are you, Ben? I'm good. I'm good. I had... Uh, 
one of those weeks where I was planning to put a whole bunch of stuff on eBay and I just couldn't bring myself to do it. You know, the hassle that now comes with eBay, such as stupid people sending you emails with stupid questions and <laughs> just, you know, the inevitable, yeah, hi, sorry, uh, you know, I know I won this item, but, you know, I won't have the money for another fortnight because, you know, my car broke down and just all the crap that goes with it. And so I just kept putting it off. But um, I did actually purchase a couple of things and paid with PayPal and uh, I actually had two really nice people send me money back. Oh, which is really nice. Shipping yeah. refunds, or yeah, yeah. Actually, I mean, I've had people, you know, rip me off on shipping before. Yeah, and uh, I've had to contact them and say, well, you know, I don't think that was particularly fair. Um, but you know, one fellow said I managed to get it in a smaller box than uh, than I thought, and um, so I've refunded you six dollars. Yep, and the. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the more than awesome Mike S did uh, the same thing. He packaged up a whole bunch of stuff and said it worked out cheaper than he thought and refunded me some money. So yeah, it was actually nice to have a positive PayPal balance. Hey. Hey. Yeah, so, yeah I, I always do right. that. If I, I just charge exact shipping and so, mm. you know, mm. even if it's just a couple of dollars, because I think that just gives people, you know, uh, a sense that you're trying to do the right thing and that's good. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. All right, well, we have a whole bunch of articulated news, so how about we come back and uh, talk about that? Okay. Okay. That's good. The signal goes out. The ferocious feline is on the prowl. But Bruce Wayne's custom coupe is loaded with surprises. Batman returns. What was that? It's Batman. But Batman's unstoppable. No, I'm not. Batman strikes back. Returns. Bruce Wayne figure included with custom coupe. Other figures sold separately. Before we get to our main features, we start each episode with a bit of news. And articulated news is where we discuss the latest events and announcements in the toy and collectibles world. We're not a comprehensive toy news service. These are just the stories that relate to the things we're interested in and have caught our eye this week. And uh, I think, Mr. Scotty, what do you got? Uh, I'm starting off with the DC Collectibles solicitations uh, for May 2015. Um, not much here that we didn't already know was coming. Um, we have the official solicitations of uh, the, uh, I guess it's the second lot of the Batman animated series um, toys. Right. Yay. And this is Creeper, right. New Adventures, Robin, uh, Clayface, not Clayface, hello, uh, Killer Croc, Baby Doll, and Harley Quinn. Um, I don't know if Baby Doll's going to come on her own. Yeah, there seemed to be some speculation about that, but then someone else said that she's always pictured with Killer Crocs. So. Okay, she. I mean, she's shown kind of with him on the the, the photo, so it would look like perhaps she's coming with him. Mm. She's only two point five inches tall, so that'd be a bit of a <laughs> rip off. Uh, then the Arrow, um, Deadshot, and Deadshot. <laughs> Dead, uh, this, is, this is a new character. I'm we in don't New know Zealand. About. I'm in New Zealand, so it's a dead shot. Oh. Yeah, no, a dead shot. You? Um, what, what's yeah. his power? Yeah, and the <laughs> hey, crap, zombies. Um, okay, no, the dead shot and the dark archer um, action figures. Yay! The dark archer. Yeah, dark they look archer. cool. I'm gonna have to look for some of these. They do. They do look cool. They are doing a good job. They're doing a good job. Um, then uh, Clayface, Arkham City, which we already knew was coming, he's huge and expensive. Mm. He's going to be $100 US, so can only imagine what he's going to be in Australia. Yeah. Um, and then on the statue side, we've got a new Batman black and white, um, which is from Ivan Reese. 
Um, looks good. Uh, we have the Superman and the Man of Steel by Sean Cheeks Galloway, um, which looks that like it. Famous guy. Yeah. Who is he? Uh, um, looks like um, he belongs in the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade as a giant float. Um, certainly not something I'm going to be buying. Um, Nightwing Bust, which I did not know was coming. Um, designed by Jim Lee, of course. Uh, but, you know, there's, there's not much um, Nightwing statuary around. Uh, so I think that's cool. Of course, he's in the New 52 red and not the classic blue, but that's all right. Um, the Mira cover girls, very exciting, especially since I still like the other hats better. Yeah. Was this one you voted for? Yes, it was. Okay. Yep. Yep. Well, geez, we're getting some Mira love, aren't we? We get an action figure, we get a cover girls statue and we are now, now a bombshell. I know. Um, I'll, I'll save my you know, full comment for actually seeing this, but there's a bit of kind of movement in the, uh, art for this that seems to have been lost in the sculpt. So, um, just that kind of, you know, sense of the hat blowing back and so things, but it might just be the angle. Um, so we'll pick up again on this in May 2015. That's right. I'll oh. be sure to get this and be sure to be able to comment. Um, and I mean, then mark my calendar. Mark my calendar. That's right. And then, um, just in case you have not had a chance to get the, uh, Jim Lee, Superman and Batman, um, statues from DC Direct, uh, which were done as big ones, and then DC Collectibles has done them as small ones, and Patna ones, and uh, Inside Out ones. Um, now you can have them as bookends. As well. Yeah, geez, they're, they're pimping the hell out of these, aren't they? Yep. Dear so, Lord, 300 bucks? I know, $300, uh, and they're 9 inches tall. So, there you go. But this is, I mean, Jim Lee, you know, has a has a name that means a lot to a certain age of uh, comic fan, and there's obviously a market, you know, for this. These are uh, the, the what they've done is they've taken those more uh, the classic versions of these um, statues and turned them into new 52 versions, and um, you know, the, 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 oh, actually no, they're not new 52. No, he's still no, got his drops still on the outside. On. Yeah, they're just but, metallic. Yeah, yeah, the metallic that's what threw me. I wonder how this works in terms of, um, you know, paying paying people. Like once once the sculpt <laughs> is done and Jim Lee has drawn the, the the control art, like is that it? Can they continue to reuse them over and over again without sure. any? Sure, I'm sure. I mean, it's, Tim Butner did the original ones, and mm-hmm. um, and I know there it says like Tim Butner and Adam Ross. So Adam Ross has probably done the you know, the prop pieces for yeah. the bookends. Um, but I'm sure that the licensing that – I'm sure. I have no idea. I, mm-hmm. But I, I'm speculating that, you know, the licensing uh, for agreements for sculpts and stuff would always be in the company's favor. And I'm, I'm sure it would be, you know, you get paid once for it, and then we can reuse it as much as we yeah. want. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, but they've certainly got their money's worth out of this one. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and that is the DC Collectibles news. So, again, you know, definitely a couple of things in there I'm going to be picking up. Can't wait for Mira. Can't wait for the Batman animated stuff. And I'll probably get that Nightwing bust just because uh, it's Nightwing and there's not much Nightwing statue stuff. Um, but nothing earth-shatteringly 
news there. Yep. Um, and then I'm going to stick with DC, but move on to Figures Toy Company. And I have been thinking that we should actually try and get someone from Figures Toy Company on the show. Good idea. Uh, because um, they're doing some great stuff, and uh, I think it'd be really fascinating to talk to somebody about why they do what they do. Mm, They've mm. got their new Series 3 of the Batman Classic TV stuff, which I actually I thought this was finishing, but um, there's more. So... Another Batman and Robin. I don't know if they're any different. But then the Mad Hatter and then Shane. Batman has a, uh, a new head sculpt and Robin has a removable cowl. Oh, well, there you go. Hmm. And that's different from the, the first ones? I believe so. Cool. Hmm. Um, and then there's uh, the Mad Hatter and Shane, which I have to say is not ringing bells for me. Uh, it's not for me either. Okay. What is with Robin's shoes? <laughs> they are really... Um, what's with Robin's mouth? It looks like somebody's just pushed him on the butt. <laughs> I, what I can't understand is we can see the elbow articulation in Robin, but not the knee articulation. Oh, he's got solid. tights on. Yeah, he's got tights yeah. on, but then no tights on the arms kind of thing. <laughs> he's got yeah. no tights on the arms. There's yeah, a reason the, for that, st- then. Stocking things. <laughs> like Batman's got stocking You know, he's costume yes. stocking yeah. 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 Yeah, those um, those Robin's uh, shoes are out of control. I want a pair of those. <laughs> I'm sure that could be arranged. You've got a crafty wife. Do, do they come in safety tow? You tell, <laughs> you tell her to whip, whip you up a pair. Um, so I think that's really cool. Then they've also solicited, and uh, I think this could have fallen into the red card category this week if we didn't have an obvious contender. Um, they've also solicited the Batman Classic 1966 TV retro figure tied up series. Batman and Robin, which is the same figures uh, bound in ropes. You know, I actually watched an episode where they were bound in ropes last week, and uh, it looked like that. Yeah, oh, I mean, like, I think it's hilarious, but I I also kind of think it's like, really? Like, uh, is there, uh, you know, is is there a market for this? Fifty Shades of Batman fans. Yeah. Yes, the Joker will be buying these. (laughs) I just love it. I've got the, you now, Creep Crusader. It's the Tied Up series. So I haven't, um, I haven't bought any of these yet. I, I haven't actually got the Aquaman, which I really should. Um, but I really like the the fact that these come in a clamshell, you know, like re, re, resealable clamshell packaging. Um, so d- just to be fair to these, they're not just tied up in ropes. They've also they're tied to something. So they've got like a it's like a kind of trestle table thing. <laughs> um, that they're tied up to. So if you uh, um, want to either have a really slavishly accurate diorama recreation of um, your favorite tied-up episode from the classic series, or if you want to extend your um, bondage fetish to your toys, then this is for you. Yeah. Either way, all good. And then in something not comic-related, but still with figures toys, they've announced the first set of their Gilligan's Island retro figure series, which is Gilligan and the Skipper. And um, the, the Skipper, they're both quite good head sculpts, actually. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, Skipper's great. Actually, if anything, they're too good. <laughs> what do you mean, like yeah, creepy? Yeah. No, I mean too good for that retro look. True. Yeah. Beyond me, guys. Mm. But this is what I like about I like that because I, you know, it's not just a slavish, um, mm. you know. Look, I saw I saw a whole r- racks of the um, Funko re, what is it re? Retro yeah, well, reaction. Yeah, reaction yeah. stuff today, and it was just like blah. 
Yeah, now, I, see, I really like those, but I know you're um, you're allowed. But the thing I don't like about them, a, is that that's not resealable packaging. But b, is that you know there's there's no real likeness. There's no kind of improvement. It's, so it's 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 just a slavish recreation of the way they used to be, and not an innovation on it. Um, and that's what I like about these is that it is harking back to that you know eight inch clothes figure thing, but with uh with an in- innovation, um, resealable packaging, better likenesses, etc. This means a lot more to me than that. So, well, I, I, when I saw this earlier this week, I actually thought about something else. You said these fit for the time period that Migos would have been around. Yes, yes exactly. And I, I think that's part of the reason I like these. Yeah, yeah. So I'm glad you're thinking about me and what I say because it's important. Mm. <laughs> I do listen. <laughs> Really, <laughs> when you're awake enough. Right. Um, and uh, that's my news. And now I'm handing over to my good friend, John. Well, we'll see if I'm awake enough. Yeah, we'll um, I'll make you redo it if you're not, so don't worry. Well, i, I got to be careful because I don't want to offend our good friends over at Funco with this. <laughs> oh, nice. Trademark. It's like you're paying yeah. to segue. <laughs> Yeah, aren't you guys getting all the free stuff from Funko? Uh, yeah, Was that yeah. just me? Was I supposed to send that on? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you were just our U.S. shipping contact. Oh. Bernie Um. Anyway, they um, have a couple of wacky wobblers coming out with Harley Quinn and Deadpool. So the throngs of Deadpool fans can finally have a bobbling head Deadpool for their desk. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> At least it's classic Harley Quinn. Yeah, yeah. You know, we were watching something. What was it? Oh, no, I was playing Batman, um, Lego Batman, and uh, Mrs. Nerd came in the other day, and she didn't recognize Harley. Oh, really? Because the last time we had watched something with her, she was in her you know, her other mm-hmm. outfit. So she was like, well, wait a minute, what's that? Mm. I'm like, well, that's how she's supposed to look. So, <laughs> Have I mentioned I really don't like bobbleheads? Yes. yes. Not <laughs> fan either. And just- speaking... Uh, no, I, I just want to go back to this, and, and it's like if they're going to release two characters, one from each company, what a surprise that it's Deadpool and Harley Quinn, like because you just can't have enough merchandise with yeah. those two on it. Yeah, I mean yeah. they have done a lot of of wacky wobblers in both lines, so yeah, mm. there's yeah. Actually, you know what I I just still looking at it, and I think what I don't actually like about it is the oversized. I mean, I know that's the whole point, but the oversized heads or something. I don't know. Yeah, you well, maybe. Yep. Maybe you will like these a little bit better. Um, with, with their undersized heads. <laughs> yeah. Actually, their heads are still oversized. Um, <laughs> and this will probably drive you crazy, Scott, because I can see you wanting these. Uh, they've came out, it looks like, with a series of DC superheroes to match up with their Marvel ones, Mystery Minis. Yay. So This is actually Series 2. Is it? Yeah, no. I have Series I'm 1. I'm sorry. I know. Well, oh, it doesn't oh. say that. You're, you're forgiven because it doesn't say that anywhere. Um, but they've already done one series that was all Batman- uh, related. Oh, and it that's right. Batman, Joker, Catwoman, Batgirl. Yep. Um, yep. Which I um, I don't have all of them, but I did get a few, um, and I really liked them. I was wondering whether I was hoping they were going to um, move on with these. Yep. And um, you know we've got some kind of classic. There's a, well, if they've done Batman already, they've done him over again here because we got three different ones. Yeah. Which I got to think at least one of those, the silver one, metallic one's probably a chase. Um, it's white. Probably lantern. the. Uh, Probably, oh. Yeah, he's the White Lantern. Uh, ew. I know. There's a White Lantern, Green it, Lantern, too. I thought it was from uh, 
you know, the George Clooney Batman. Uh, <laughs> I don't um, know, which is worse. Sorry, George uh, Mar- Clooney was Batman? <laughs> no. Yeah. Actually, no. <laughs> um, there's there an Aquaman there? Yeah, I'm sure Yay. you're and Black checking Magic. him out. Yay! Yeah. And Flash uh, from Miss 13. And Power Girl. Power Girl looks great. She does. Mm. Yeah, it looks like she's got a little attitude going on there. Yeah, that's These look fun super movie. fun. I'm really happy. Yeah, so... Very exciting. And these are bobbleheads, like but I don't mind it because... Are these? Well, because they actually say vinyl figure, so I'm not sure... Okay. The last one, if, the other ones were. Oh. I think. I might be wrong. I thought just the Marvel ones were the ones that were bobbleheads. Oh, you could be right. I, I, could, I could be wrong. You could shall be right. Okay. Hmm. Well, moving on, uh, Funko has some more news, and I we kind of probably suspected this because... Uh, I th- think we've seen some other stuff related to us, but um, they've announced a World of Warcraft Series 2 Little Big Planet uh, pops. So if you were wondering if those were coming, they are coming. And um, I haven't been able to sleep, actually. I've been so worried. I know, you keep texting me. I know. I'm like, ben, is there any news yet? Uh, a dark, it looks like a dark elf. Um, Thrall, who looks to be some kind of orcish, ogreish kind of guy. Mm-hmm. That Murloc one. Looks like a pop vinyl head with arms and legs. Mm. Yeah. I, I just there find is, disturbing. Yeah, they're weird little fish creatures. I think um, in the World of Warcraft figures from DC Direct, they actually came in a two-pack. Um, Makes sense. These little sort of amphibian-type piranha dudes. Yeah. And then they're having an oversized pop again with uh, Deathwing, which is a giant metal yeah, dragon. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I have yet to see any of the oversized ones on um, on the shelves yet. So yeah, in fact, I think the only oversized one I've seen is the giant Daryl from The Walking Dead. Hmm. Maybe I have seen that one. Mm. Uh, in other in other video game news, though, they also announced a little Big Planet Sackboy and a Assassin's Creed Unity Arno pop vinyl. So, in case you were wondering, I if there's any free- Funko. Pop final completists. You just have to get everything regardless. I, don't I, think know. All, I think they've all moved into shelters for, you know, mm. homeless people by now. That's right. I saw the, um, we were at Target yesterday and I saw the little mini pops and they are small. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, they are really small and they were, uh, five bucks, I think. Oh, that means they'll be 15 here. Yeah, yeah, they mm-hmm. they they were a little. I, I thought they were a little high priced for what they are because uh, some of the mystery minis I have are bigger than them. So, oh, are they if, when they're packaged, are they like so small that you could just hide one behind your ear and walk out? Or, <laughs> um, well, no, they're in actually a, a, a box that's pretty pretty big. So, uh, okay, Ben's a pretty Compared. big guy. Don't forget it. Well, well, Ben might be able to do it. Yeah. I'm just picturing, you know, them being if they're so, if they're that much smaller than the regular punko, yeah, the Funko pop vinyls. I'm just picturing them boxed and you know this tiny little matchbox size thing. Um, I'm trying to think. Of, they're they're maybe an inch and a half. Wow, two inches. Yeah, they're they're very small. Because hmm. wow. I had uh, I, I was looking at Daenerys Targaryen because they had her, Jon Snow, Daryl from Walking Dead, and another one that I can't remember. They had. They had like six pegs of them. I was like really surprised. Oh, well. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, we will, we will move on from there. And, uh, SH Monster Arts has came out with a special color edition of Godzilla. Thank goodness. <laughs> this is the Millennium Special Color Edition. So 
if you were looking for the millennium version of Godzilla, he's coming soon and he will set your wallet back to $75. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. He's expected. We'll see him in May. So he looks a little bit more textured out, I'd say, than my Godzilla. I think this is pretty much the most modern Godzilla they've done other than the recent movie. Yeah. So this, this is how we look to the most yeah. recent sort of series in uh, from Japan. Is this going to be a, a pickup for you, Ben? Or? Uh, no, I've sort of got my one Godzilla, and there's so many cool, well, I was going to say villains, but there's so many other cool monsters in this series that rather than spend another 100 bucks, you know, with shipping for another Godzilla, I'd rather just pick up another one of the monsters and just sort of keep adding to the, you know, legion of monsters, basically. So he does look good. I mean, he's fantastic, but I, I still like the one that I've got because it's sort of the, the classic one that I I can um, empathize with the most. Yeah, yeah, I, I could see that. I could see that. You know, mm-hmm. pick a character, pick one you like, and if you're going to pop down that kind of money on it for mm-hmm. that size figure, I could see getting, you know, yeah, one do- of a version. doesn't mention whether he's actually got um, any cool, you know, atomic breath or anything like that. Well, that'll probably be the first release, and the yeah. later one's probably not happening. Mm. There's a lot of Godzilla merch around, isn't there? Oh, yeah. Has that yeah. always been the case? Um, yeah, he's pretty much, like, he's got his own magazine. Like, G-Fan has been going for wow. forever. Yeah, he's still pretty huge. I did not know. But, I mean, you know, the, I think the longest they've gone without a movie is probably about eight years, eight or nine years or something like that. They keep cranking them out. <laughs> well, I'm going to move on to somebody that probably hasn't had a lot of merchandise lately. And that is Diamond Select is making their uh, Lieutenant Worf um, select. Hmm. So, Hooray. yeah, I, I, I and this one I don't get. I really don't get this one. This is Worf. Um, he's in a next gen uniform. You know, he's, he's not in the jumpsuit, uh, and it's a yellow one. So this is obviously security Worf. And um, I don't know. He comes with a big Klingon plaque wall Jewel. piece. Yeah. yeah. What's happening with that hair? That's his. That that is a, a pretty um, faithful uh, representation of his early hair. It looks well, pretty... is that the is that the early one or is that his ponytail? Oh, it's just pulled the ponytail. Back. I don't know. It just looks odd down the side of his head. Like there's yeah. this weird kind of, um, you know. To, yeah. I don't know. It's obviously it's not covering. a great head sculpt. No, uh, it's no. covering. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, it's not a great head sculpt. It doesn't. It you know what it looks like he has show. on his head? It looks like one of those. Foamy ball things you get on the end of a microphone. That's <laughs> what it looks like he's got he on did, the back of his he, head. He did look pretty much like that at the beginning. Yeah, yeah it he could did. be the ponytail, but it, you know his hair was pretty wonky. But it's not a great Michael Jordan likeness. I just the seam is just freaking me out down the side of his head, like his hair just kind of. I'm sure though. I'm pretty mm-hmm. on that. Anyway, sure. But this is one of those things where there's basically no articulation from the waist down, is there? Yeah, doesn't look yeah. like it. That's what all those. So, but some of them have come with um, extra bits, like so. You know how you can see his arm. If you look at the different photos, is you know he's holding. Um, he's stuff. got a phaser rifle, a yeah. batleth, and it looks like a yeah. um, dustbuster type phaser. Yeah, but he might actually come with more than one set of arms to accomplish uh, that. Ah, uh, it does actually say he comes with multiple hair pieces. So oh, I take I take good. it back. That seam down the side of his head is because his hair is removable. So turns out, ah, oh, to think all this time he was he was wearing a hairpiece. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm trying to remember. Did Picard come with extra hairpieces? 
don't know. Mm. I don't think so. Cool. So, men can joke about that. We're I mean, hey, good at least that they're kind of going, you know, keep, keeping going with this line. Um, yep. You know, it hasn't grabbed me, but. You know, I wonder how many, because a lot of the Wharf fans were more DS9 fans than uh, Next Gen fans. I'm wondering how many really? people will be disappointed. How do you know? I know. <laughs> I just do. How? <laughs> Write into podcast at actionfigureblues.com and let us know Where did who you your favorite wharf is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Michael Dorn. <laughs> uh, oh, dear. Okay. Well, Adam, you, th- you think you could save me? Probably not. Um, so instead, I'll talk about the fact that uh, we have an, a repeat already of SH Figure Arts Sailor Moon. Um, so this one was, I think they had some kind of winter exclusive, um, set up. So there's a couple of bit, other bits and pieces of winter exclusives. And this one is billed as the original animation look. Um, hmm. a lot of people I've seen on the, are on and around the webs are trying to work out what the difference is. As far as I can tell, the difference is that her boots and, uh, the ends of her gloves look a lot more like they're a real red color rather than the pinky color we got on the, the first release. Um, I also don't know whether or not it's coming with, um, with a feline companion. You know, Adam, if you can't tell the difference, you know, in variance between this and the other one, I think it's time to give up the line. Uh, yeah. no, you're skipping ahead. <laughs> now, now. Boom, tish. Yeah. Spoiler. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that'll cost you $90 and be out in December this year. <laughs> uh, Will you order this one or? No. I have one of the original. No. Do not need another. Um, moving on for more figure arts news and more female anime characters, we have a card captor Sakura announce. Um, so this is Sakura Kinamoto in her, um, cloud or yeah, it's pretty much, I think it's a cloud, ca- cloud card capturing outfit. Um, she has her cloud wand. Uh, I haven't seen any information about all of the other accessories. Um, but it looks like a pretty good, good piece. Hmm. I have pink, to confess, I have no things. idea who this is. Oh, really? True. Ah, oh, man, do I have to explain it? Yeah, you, you clearly know. weren't watching anime that was for like you know young girls back in I don't know fifteen years ago. Okay. Yeah. Just don't don't call my bluff, huh? Yeah, I, <laughs> I thought your bluff was so obvious it didn't need to be called. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> So that one I'll probably look at getting, unless <laughs> I instead decide to get the um, the Figma version from Max Factory, which is basically the same outfit. Um, it looks like she's got the um, the Cloud Wand as a flight version Cloud Wand, which is a thing. Um, she's got a Cloud Card, and it also looks like she comes with a Kero, which is a little oh. flying teddy bear lion thing. No, 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 no. no. I'm, I'm finding the promo image for this figure to be incredibly disturbing. <laughs> the vaguely phallic-looking thing? <gasps> <She's>, oh, no. <laughs> no. It's just not working for me at all. What on earth? That's red card. No. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> the fact that the, the prototype image isn't painted um, is even more disturbing. Yeah. I mean, she is... Um, Posable, so you can't avoid Oh, dear that. Lord. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I told you, didn't I? 
<laughs> oh god, move along, move along. Oh my gosh. Nothing to see here. Well, yeah. <laughs> actually, there's a lot to see, but... Wait, photography goes wrong. Um, we will move on. Um, we've also seen, and I think this was teased at the um, New York Comic Con, that figure arts, well, figure arts are doing a, or figure arts zero, sorry, are doing a, an oversized line. Um, so these are all going to be in the order of, I think about a foot tall. Um, and the first one they've led off with for Dragon Ball is a Super Saiyan 3 Goku. Uh, they've got shots of it standing next to the, um, Super Saiyan Goku just in the standard figure arts size. And yeah, it's pretty much twice as big, which should be no surprise. Wow. How come um how come he's done on those weird sort of peg bases if he's in the air? Is he is the idea is he's meant to be using his power so he's hovering? Like what's the is, yeah. that, a, is that a design design decision or I would say so. It looks <laughs> a bit weird. Oh yeah, but look, you know, if he has that ability then yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah. It's interesting that they've pretty much gone for a very boring pose though, so I wonder if this is just gonna end up being like a a museum piece kind of line. Mm. Mm. Why does he have a halo? Because he's dead. Oh. And he's clearly not happy about it. That's right. <laughs> spoilers, sorry, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that'll see you back 94 bucks and be out June next year. Right. So I know Scott's going to get one. Can't wait. I want three. Yeah. Uh, the final thing that I have this week is that Medicom are doing a Real Action Heroes Robbie the Rabbit from Silent Hill. And it is... Freaky as hell. Oh yeah, because Sil- Silent Hill's not terrifying enough already. Yeah. So it's a big pink rabbit, as you'd expect, for Silent Hill fans in um, brown dungarees with blood all over his mouth. And oh, I thought that was tomato sauce. Uh, <laughs> oh, yes. yeah. And uh, a crowbar. And a chainsaw. And a chainsaw. And a chainsaw. Excellent. Excellent. So, How tall? Oh, my gosh, he's big. Yeah. Nearly so tall he's inches. nearly a foot. Yikes. So mm. if you want to scare your kids... Off you he's, go. Oh my gosh, he's two hundred and sixty nine dollars. Yeah, he's a real action. He's a real action hero, so he's kind of you know, yeah. not quite a hot toys, but sort of up into that. Oh my god! Know, just yep. he's a bit of a wonky dude. Yeah, kind of an odd pick for that line. I would have thought they would have had other characters that would have deserved the treatment first. I don't even know what that is. He's yeah, a already... uh, he's a mascot for um, an amusement park in the games. Oh, awesome! For, first appeared in Silent Hill three. Okay. Have they already done Pyramid Head? Someone has done the Pyramid Head. I can't remember who yeah. Anyway, that's me done. Very good. All right. Well, I guess I should probably uh, add some stuff. Uh, first up is uh, Sideshow Collectibles have solicited their Predator 2 legendary bust, Elder Predator. Um, now, the Elder Predator is, uh, if you're a fan of the Predator, um, then you're a fan of the Elder Predator. He's uh, the favourite of many of us, um, which is kind of odd, given that he probably had a whole, you know, two or three minutes of screen time <laughs> in uh, Predator 2. But um, the reason why this guy hauls ass is he's kind of the, uh, you know, the leader of the clan. So they call him Old Greyback and, you know, his dreads are grey and he's clearly battle-worn and all that sort of thing. So, um, you know, pretty kick-ass. So um, legendary scale bust uh, from memory is half-scale. So if you can't afford the huge honking one-to-one scale ones that go for a fortune, then you can get half-scale for just $390. That's right. So, you know, so, so this one's only 15 inches tall. Yeah. Uh, these look fantastic. Like the, the, I mean, you know, the, the level of detail that has to go into doing a Predator like this with all the um, bumps and ridges and 
the bodysuit and the dreadlocks and everything like that is amazing. So, you know, they certainly, when they get it right, it does look fantastic. But um, it certainly have to be dedicated. And if you're uh, happy to get one in July 2015, then get your order in now. I don't know if I, the, the side view really takes me on that one. The side view? Where he you can see underneath the, the shoulders and the... Yeah, that's, that's the the legendary bust thing. Yeah, it is kind of awkward the way yeah. they do those kind it's of. It's very um, pronounced this one though compared to some. Mm, it's because his head's on an angle. Yeah, so, that's it, isn't it? He's tr- he's yeah. kind of turning he's, around. Yeah, so if you wanted to look at him front on with his chest, then he'd be looking off to the right. Let's mm-hmm. face it, there's nothing pretty about this thing. No, he's not a handsome chap. So, all right, well, moving on, and uh, those folks at Pop Culture Shock have decided to up the stakes uh, even more, and they've actually solicited a one-third scale statue. So we normally talk about one quarter is pretty much, you know, uh, the biggest sort of thing we talk about, but they've gone up to one-third. And the first one is a Mortal Kombat Scorpion statue, and, well, you know, not surprisingly, he's pretty darn huge. Um, he comes in, he's standing on a pedestal base, but even so, it's 28 inches or 71 centimetres tall, um, featuring uh, the switch-out skull head that we know, uh, LED lighting effects, and that's something that seems to be very common with um, Pop Culture Shock. Yeah. Um, and he will set you back $699. However, if you go to the popcultureshocktoys.com uh, website, you can get a pre-order discount. Uh, limited to just 250 pieces and estimated to ship in the fourth quarter of 2015. So probably a year away. Um, it's got some pretty wicked stuff here. It looks like the, um, uh, his famous kind of scorpion sting chain thingy is, is actual real chain. It's a mixed media statue. So he's kitted out in that sort of faux leather and the swap out skull looks sensational. Um, and the reason I like this is, um, Scorpion was actually my character of choice when I played Mortal Kombat. Oh, so. very good. He's scary, <laughs> by the way. Yeah, he's kind of like, um, him and Sub-Zero don't like each other. Sub-Zero is the blue version. But uh, I actually think this is a beautiful looking piece. Like, it's, it's very nicely sculpted and the, um, the mixed media works quite well. It actually looks quite legit. Like, you don't have that sort of, um, you know, often when material is scaled down, it doesn't sort of sit properly, but, uh, he's kind of his gi or whatever it is that he's kind of wearing actually looks quite good, and so does his mask. Um, I actually think it's a beautiful sort of piece if you're kind of into that sort of thing. Yeah. Mm. The skull's pretty broody. I, I always played Sonya Blade, so. <laughs> Did you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I'm not quite sure if the skull lights up either because the eyes look to be glowing. But anyway, if you want to spend that kind of money, find out and tell us, and uh, we'll be listening. And the only place to get that actually looks like is their website. So yes, yes. And um, moving on with other pop culture shock news, and it's not just pop culture shock in um, you know in in company name. It's uh, pop culture shock to the system and this is the reason why Justin isn't on this episode's uh, on this episode because he's um laying down with a cool cloth on his head. Yeah, um down. Justin was very keen when they showed some um shots of the Judge Dredd on his Lawmaster statue at the New York Comic Con a couple of weeks ago. Um this pop culture shock piece. Um, we didn't know that much about it. In fact, we hadn't even seen a painted prototype at that stage. Now we have seen it, uh, and we've got all the details. And yes, it does actually light up. So Dred's lights on the, the Lawmaster do feature LEDs and light up. Um, it is 24 inches long, 61 centimeters, so over two feet long. 
Um, it's limited to just 250 pieces, and it's also out fourth quarter 2015. And I've left it to last in case um, you know you passed out halfway through <laughs> the details, oh. and it will set you back 700 US dollars. And I didn't realize this is sculpted by Joe Mena. Oh, okay. There you okay. go. I did, it's not there, but he posted it on his Facebook. Yeah. Um, so I think the smoke is someone else, but all the rest of it is German. Outstanding. Outstanding. And um, this is another one where if you actually go to their website now and pre-order, we, you will actually get a discount. So this is stunning. Like This is straight out of the comics. There's, there's been no sort of, um, you know, license taken to sort of update it. This is actually the classic, you know, dread that we're used to. So I think he's done a sensational job. So we shall see if... Um, how Justin goes with this one. So, all right, something else that was interesting uh, this week was a solicitation for a new Iron Man action figure. And, of course, everyone's like, oh, here, so what? Um, but this one is called uh, the 7-inch Armorize Iron Man figure. Um, and it's actually from an overseas company called Sentinel. You know that company? The one? Yeah. Sentinel? Good old, good old Sentinel. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're... um. I don't know. I was about to say they're hitting the market. I mean, this could be their 400th figure. And exactly. We, we don't know about it. But anyway, they've come up with a 7-inch um, or 18-centimetre Iron Man figure, and they've called it Armorize. Um, you know, it doesn't look actually that that out of the ordinary. It looks like a pretty much a standard Iron Man figure, and I guess if you were a Marvel Select collector, this um, would probably fit in nicely. Um, it comes with swap-out parts. It seems like there are a number of swap-out hands and heads, uh, and it even features articulated eyes. That head sculpt is <laughs> like, what is that? It's interesting, isn't it? It looks um, like Doctor Strange or... Wait. That's what, what it did look like in that era, though. True. One of my, my Twitter people said it best the other day. They said, I didn't know that Tony Stark was a Klingon. Mm. Uh, <laughs> I read that too, yeah. Uh, <laughs> anyway, he actually has the ability to wiggle his eyes around. Thank so goodness. It kind of looks like a um, really evil Leonard Nimoy. Mm. So. What is with the... The armor's weird. It's weird. His, yeah. um, his, man because, are, his armored man boobs are um, well, weird. Well, it's because they got that other piece that fits over. Like, all the... Yeah. Red armor fits over the gold. Yeah, so it looks like there are actually, um, well, not so much swap out, but removable pieces with this. Um, but look, you know, I mean, having such a, a dearth of Iron Man action figures, I mean, there hasn't been one for so long, so I think hmm. people will just be happy that finally he's getting some love. You know? That's right, and I mean, you know, there hasn't been a Hot Toys one for at least four hours, so I'm glad we have to talk about a different one. That's right, so all those people that are having withdrawal can just buy this. Yeah. But anyway, when, when you actually see him in the armor, like the, the main promotional shot where he's just standing there, it's actually a pretty cool looking figure. There's yeah, obviously yeah, I was going to say that. Yeah, there's swap out bits, so you can't. There are you know photos there that look more like a, a more screen or or comic accurate um, Iron Man, but then there are some bits that obviously are more uh, extemporizing on the theme, and that's fine too. Mm. So there you go. And in our last bit of news, something quite interesting was the announcement that. Um, Marvel Legends are getting a new three-pack that is going to be uh, Toys R Us exclusive. Um, well, Toys R Us exclusive in the United States. Um, and that is that the uh, agent Phil Coulson, Maria Hill, and Nick Fury figures shown at the San Diego Comic-Con are, um, are on the way. So this was interesting. We wondered where they would actually fit in. Um, clearly, they're not being... Um, distributed in amongst uh, an Avengers wave or something like that. They're getting their own three-pack. 
um, which is kind of cool because uh, I'm only really interested in Phil Coulson. So um, I'll keep an eye. I, I have to call foul on this. Mm-hmm. Why? This this is a man in a suit action figure that's going to be on Toys R Us shelves. <gasps> we better start a petition now. Oh my gosh! Because and I'm offended. Absolutely, but there's also a guy with a um, eye patch, and that could inspire children to poke out their eyes. Okay. Oh yeah, my god. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about that later. Um, yeah, look, there's a, a, quite a bit of reuse here. That um, that trench coat that um, Fury's wearing is getting such a workout. Um, this thing just keeps getting cranked out. On you know, Phantom X um, mm. was I wearing like this it. Set. And then uh, I, how, Red Skull how most recently. Want, how could you not want a Kobe Smulders action figure? Um, <laughs> I'd probably add her to my collection just to bulk up my um, my shield figures and um you know maybe put the other maria hill towards the back but i definitely don't need that nick this is the beginning of your how i met your mother six inch set yeah it is it is it'll be the end of it too yeah so but anyway look i think what's important about this is obviously hasbro are trying to find other ways to get figures out to us Uh, i'm still not giving them any kind of forgiveness for not getting us Batrock and uh, the rest of the figures but look this will somewhere you know probably set you back around fifty dollars much like the um the Radioactive Man 3-pack. So we shall see. Um, looks like it'll be out around April 2015. Very good. There you go. And that's the news. Hurrah. Well, how about we come back with the next instalment of the AFB podcast game, Name That. It's time for everybody's favourite podcast game, Name That. Our good friend John, a.k.a. Engineer Nerd from TVandFilmToys.com, go check it out, presents us with an action figure sound, and the aim of the game is to guess where it's from. So over to you, John. Well, I think I finally I finally managed to get one that stumped everybody because E's made a guess and it was not correct this week. Um, uh-uh. And uh, as, of the, as of recording, we haven't got a correct guess on this one yet. So, Oh, it's because you haven't asked me yet. Well, Uh-oh. I'll tell you what, we'll, we'll, listen, uh, we'll listen to it right here, and then you guys can guess. Two opposing armies of prehistoric battle beasts. They fear nothing. Okay, we're back. You guys have listened to it. Make your guesses. Is it battle beasts? It is not battle beasts. Oh. But uh, you know, well, the, I, th- I thought that if it was Battle Beast, you would have beat that out. <laughs> I thought maybe, I thought it might have been Land of the Lost. It is not Land of the Lost. Dang it, Adam! Any any it's ideas? Dino Riders or Dino Warriors or whatever that was. No, it is not that either. Hmm. Hmm. Oh, I think you better tell us. Okay, this is a commercial for Robo Strucks. Ah, oh, that was my a- next guess. What the heck is a, that? Uh, like a second incarnation of uh, Zoids. So basically, oh, we ordered some God stuff. God damn it, I was, <laughs> I was you, halfway there. I was going to say Zoids, but... Um, yeah, they recolored them in red and blue, and you had two factions fighting fighting one another. So, um, yeah, well. I... I, I, the the depths of uh, toy commercials on the internet that I'm having to go to to find these things to challenge you guys it's scary. <laughs> well, you got something I've never even heard of, so you did pretty well. Well, probably for every 
one of these I do, I probably have to watch between 10 and 20 commercials. So, <laughs> Well, no wonder you're so tired and grumpy. Yeah, I know. <laughs> chunk of my weekend. <laughs> <laughs> we appreciate your commitment. Oh, I, I, I do it because I love our listeners. Oh. And I, I love them so much, we're going to put another clip right here. It's crashing! We'll put him in the repair station. We can rebuild him. We'll replace the modules in the barn. No injury here. And, and just for a little bonus love, we'll play it again. It's crashing! We'll put him in the repair station. We can rebuild him. We'll replace the modules in the barn. No injury here. So, Adam. Sure. If, if, if I thought I knew what that was, where would I go to make a guess? I would go to the Action Figure Blues forum at afbforum.com. Very, very good. And, and, and Ben, what, what would I do if I got a guess right? I don't know. Well, you get points, but I don't know what you'd do with them because I ate the last of the cheesecake. Oh. Dude, I was wondering what happened to that. Stacey has been so upset. That was like, you know, <laughs> baked especially for our listeners, and now she's going to have to bake some more. Yep. Was that in the Sorry. fridge with a note on it? Well, yeah. maybe. Well, I couldn't uh, read it. You didn't <laughs> actually eat that, did you? Yeah. Oh, I'm oh, sorry. Is that your science experiment? Yeah. <laughs> that wasn't cheese. I'm not sure what it was. <laughs> you. Anyway, if you'd rather play the picture version, um, because the audio version just kind of is getting creepy, um, come on over to tvandfilmtoys.com on Tuesdays and Thursdays, and you can see the picture version, and then you go to AFB Forum and make a guess there, and you still get points. So you can buy um, Pepto-Bismol. Um, anyway, I, I think that's about it for this week. Outstanding. Well, all righty, coming up next is our Toy of the Week. feature segments toy of the week each episode we take turns looking at one toy or collectible in detail these might be new releases or we might talk about a favorite or bizarre item from our collection and this week scott has something new i sure do um i have continued collecting the uh, cover girls line uh in the transition from dc direct to dc collectibles and also the transition from these being adam hughes designs to the current line that is uh designed by stanley art germ lau quotation marks um and uh, katana is the latest release and i was really excited that this was coming katana is one of those characters that i've always really uh, loved, a big Jim Aparo fan, uh, Batman and the Outsiders, the original ones were right smack dab in the middle of my, you know, big childhood comics 
reading era. I had number one, and um, but she's never had any action figure or statue love, basically because her classic costume, I think, was a racist symbol, wasn't it, or something like it. <laughs> it, it, it had bad connotations in modern Japan anyway. So, mm-hmm. um, so of all of the New Fifty Two designs, this is the one that I actually like the most. Um, I get it. You know, it's a character that kind of needed a a redesign. I think it's a good one. I really like what they did with reimagining the character as well in, you know, kind of um, revisioning the whole souls in the sword thing and, uh, you know, is it real or is she just crazy, you know, kind of thing that I I, I really love what they did with her. Um, So very keen on this. Um, this is a 2014 uh, release and acquisition. Um, edition size of 5200. Get it? Uh, 5200. Yeah. So all of the DC collectible statue stuff that is limited edition that I have seen um, is the same. Um, very clever. And mine is number 961. So a lot of these, um, I'm not sure if all of the, the new cover girls have been Jack Matthews sculpt, but a number of them have, and this one is. Um, she is around 10 inches tall. She's on the, uh, standard shaped base that the new cover girls line have, um, come with, and that's really my only issue with, uh, this piece. I'll talk about the base a little bit later on. Um, She's in a, uh, what is it, like a kind of ready to pounce pose with her, uh, sword over her, uh, shoulder. And, uh, it's really just beautifully done. It's just two pieces, just the base and katana. The sword has got a bit of give in it, thank goodness. So I won't test it to, <laughs> to see how much give, but, um, you know, you, you can't help but bump them when you're just mm. kind of taking them out and, um, you know, photographing them. So, um, I, I'm not imagining a snapped sword issue here. Um, the pose is beautiful. The, the lines are, are beautiful. I, I actually, I can't say anything negative about this, this piece. It is, I just am really happy with it. Um, she fits beautifully with, uh, the other, um, new statues in the CoverGirls line. And actually, if not for the base, I think she would fit, most of them that have come out would fit pretty well, even though, you know, slight difference between the Adam Hughes and the, the Art Germ ones, but that, you know, they're the same scale. Um, the, the base it, to me is a real, uh, annoyance. Um, they're quite, it's a quite thin kind of elongated oval base. Um, it means that I don't think they're actually very topple proof if you bumped them, um, mm. because they don't, don't actually have enough kind of just, you know, support underneath them if they, they could fall over quite easily. Not, not if, if you knocked them, but also I don't like the sameishness of them. One of the things that I really liked about the Adam Hughes, uh, ones was, um, I mean, they did have the kind of round, uh, black base, but they had the, the logos on them. Um, and to go to something different really makes these stand out from the others. Mm. Um, so I think it's kind of a weird, you know, if they, if they wanted to do something different, 
and not have them kind of mixed together, then why keep calling them cover girls? I'm not sure. So, yeah, um, yeah. you know, that's the only thing that I, I would like to change about this statue. Um, I would, you know, if it's in the same line, they could have kept going with the same sort of bases and made them make more sense. Um, but pose wise, fantastic. Sculpt wise, paint wise, absolutely no complaints. Um, yeah, so short but sweet. She's fantastic. I'm really happy to have her. And I'm only going to take a point off for the base. Um, so I'm going to give her a 9 out of 10, but she is great. And if you were sitting on the fence about whether or not this is a worthwhile purchase, then I would recommend that you grab one of the uh, 5,199 that I didn't get. <laughs> <laughs> She's good. Excellent. She looks like... um she slots into quite a, a reasonable box. I remember when I was getting them, the boxes were generally quite small. Have they managed to sort of keep that up? Yeah, this is quite small. Um, mm. You know, the base obviously is not taking up much room. Um, yeah. So all the ones, this is probably one of the smallest. In fact, when I got this in a big bad toy store, a pile of loot, and I, for a moment I thought, oh, I didn't get my katana, because I was just looking for a bigger box in inside the, the big box. Um, but she was actually underneath something um, because yeah. she was smaller than I thought. So good um, space economy. It, even with the sword being all one piece, she still fitted in. Mm, in mm. So um, pretty smart from that regard. And in terms of actually slotting her into your collection with the sword sticking out like that, you can sort of get her in there without having to... You know, yep. She's not stabbing anyone in the back? No, no. I've got my um, cover girls in... Uh, uh, Detolf, mm-hmm. and um, they were four to a shelf and full, so I've managed to. But but there's room in that for a fifth one, and uh, even I could I could put some levels in to bring the kind of two at the back up. But it actually I've got her on the top one, and it works quite well. You can still see everybody, and she's not stabbing anyone. It's because it's yeah. actually if you pose it so that you can kind of see her face, it's not off to the side. It's a bit more straight on, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, awesome. I think she's beautiful. Fantastic! Very good. Yay. All right, seems to be uh, they seem to be cruising along. Yeah, well, I mean that's the statue side of DC collectibles. You know, quality control wise, um, has been really good. Mm. Um, you know, I have I've been buying a few. You know, Cover Girls, Batman Black and White stuff, Bombshells, etc. Um, yeah, certainly quality control wise. You know, paint, etc. I haven't really seen any issues. Um, bombshells, I think, have got a higher breakage rate. I'm um, just from chatting to a few retailers around the tra- traps because of the, uh, I guess, just the the level of styling and mm. the apparently the little name plates um, that are on them are like break really easily. Um, so I've talk, spoken to a couple of people who said, you know, that they have a high breakage rate on those. So, mm. oh, and apparently Huntress, the Huntress cover girls, a lot of, had a lot of broken capes. Oh, um, yeah. Okay. So, but you know, in terms of end end user product happiness wise, no complaints. Uh, that's where she's sort of standing, sort of pencil thin, straight up and down, but with the big. Yes. Flowing cape coming around her on both sides. Yeah. yeah. And all one piece. The, one of the guys at Adelaide Comic Center was telling me that they had to send quite a few of those back. Oh, okay. Because yeah. um, I know the, the Batwoman one, she's got kind of a flary floating cape as well. Yeah. And sort of points on the end, so it'll be interesting to see how that one goes. Yes. Hmm, very good. All right. Well, that wraps up the Toy of the Week, and when we come back, we'll be talking about the new items that we've added to our collections this week. 
RoboCop. Part man, part robot, all cop. The ultimate in law enforcement. RoboCop and the Ultra Police. The only cops with rapid repeat cap firing. He's unstoppable. Battling the worst criminals. Headhunter and Nitro. <laughs> the Ultra Police, protected by Robo Armor, bring RoboCop even more firepower. In the fight for justice, nothing can stop. RoboCop. RoboCop and the Ultra Police, each sold separately with RoboCaps. We're all here because we collect, and Feeding the Addiction is where we take the time to check in with each other and discuss any new acquisitions or pre-orders we've made. And I think we all have something this week, so um, why don't you hit us with it, Adam? I have pre-ordered my Figure Arts Vegito figure, um, which went up for release or for pre-ordering this week. Do I know that figure? Have we talked about it recently? Um, I think it's been, well, it got teased months and months ago from memory. Uh, okay. So what's Vegito as opposed to Vegeta? Mm. So Vegito is Vegeta and Goku merged via, let me get this right, it's via the Patara earrings in Dragon Ball Z. So characters can oh. merge and become one fighter and they become even stronger. Cool. Oh, <laughs> I love when you say that, John. You asked and now you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now you know. Hmm. Okay, very good. All right. Um, what about you, Mr. Nerd? I was at Walmart yesterday, and not Walgreens, but Walmart, <laughs> and found a, a sci-fi Funko Mystery Mini. Excellent. And they only had three left, and I picked up one, and I managed to get the um, the Silent Earth alien, which is actually really cool for a mystery mini. He's got all the little veins and stuff painted on him. So which one? Sorry, the the Silent Earth, oh, Silent the Earth. alien, the Metal oh, Luna. That creeps me out. Oh, the Metal Luna dude. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's a great design. He's scary. It's classic hmm. B movie, you know, alien. You just can't go wrong with that. That's, yeah. that's awesome. <laughs> truth, truth. All right, and I think, Scott, you got a statue. I got Katana, but I also I got a big bad Toy Story pile of loot this week that had Katana in it and some Star Wars uh, black stuff that we might talk about soon when um, Ben gets his. So I got I... yeah, I got Jabba and my it, it, I got two um, biker scouts because um, it was a like a pack. Of yeah, Jabba yeah. and two dudes, um, and I got the next uh, wave of the I still call them Marvel Universe, but whatever they are now, that has got <laughs> Valkyrie and Ares and Ant Man and whatever. I'm going to do a review of them for the website, um, and I also got um, today because uh, I'm up in Brisbane, obviously, so I had to go and visit our friends at Comics Etc. And I got the DC Collectibles Constantine and Zatanna. And unlike the last few DC Collectibles figures, these all looked great. Oh. Um, yeah, so no QC Googly issues. eyes. Yeah, no googly eyes. Um, and I th- I haven't un- taken them out of the box yet, but these, I think, are going to be uh, favorites because they look fantastic. I love the Constantine head sculpt. He's got a really kind of, you know, devilish look on his face and... Um, yeah, good fun. Hmm. Well, that's really appropriate considering the the show just premiered. So I know for sure. Um, and uh, yeah, the, the Zatanna figure I think is going to be a it's a great just you know kind of female figure. Um, definitely best Zatanna action figure. Um, so very happy. 
Oh, very nice then. Very nice. Well, I had a bit of a win this week in that I got my Hot Toys Elder Predator. And um, if you've been listening to more than a few episodes of the show, you'll know that uh, I've got quite a few Hot Toys Predators now and and review them every now and then. Um, The Elder is actually pretty special for a number of reasons, aside from being um, a pretty kick-ass predator in terms of um, the the movie lore, etc., this is an important one for those of us that came in a bit late. Um, by the time I decided to start collecting the Hot Toys Predators, uh, they'd already released um, about three or four uh, of the figures, and the Elder Predator became pretty much the most sought-after figure um, and commanded huge bucks on eBay to the point where for quite some time there was only one on eBay, and it was a Hong Kong seller um, who was asking $3,000. Oh, my gosh. Um, and I think even way back we even red-carded the fact that, you know, people were taking advantage uh, of, of trying to... Um, you know, extort people for these figures that were just so impossible to get. So um, for those of us who didn't pay stupid amounts of money and hung in there, um, Hot Toys have actually got around to re-releasing a number of the early Predators on the the new bodies with better sculpts. And uh, the Elder was one of those. And so he came in this week and he is phenomenal. He um, he has all the, the bits and pieces that you would expect, the sort of the, the grizzled grey dreadlocks and all that sort of stuff. But um, he also comes with the flintlock pistol that he gave to Danny Glover's character at the end of the film. Spoiler alert, spoiler alert. So he is pretty amazing. What's actually really cool is um, they come with so many parts. There's just so many things that you can do with these figures that I, uh, I sit at the table and I, I take them out and start deciding what weapons they're going to hold and which hands I need to pop on and whether I have the, you know, their, um, their mandibles open or closed or something like that. And um, the tadpoles all just stand around going, oh, so, you know, which one are you going to do? Which one are you going Instead of going, you know, ooey scary or anything like that, they're actually really excited about how I'm going to configure this action figure and then display it, so, which is pretty cool. So, yeah, that was a, a huge win. I'm glad to cross him off the list. Very good. Yeah, uh, I think that's it for Predators for a while, so I haven't heard of anything coming, so another bit of a quiet um, sigh of relief for the wallet. Uh, all right, well, if no one has any other items to report, it's time to award another red card to something or someone in the toy universe. What is this, bizarro world? Red Carded is our chance to poke fun at the WTF moments in our hobby, be they unusual announcements, a complete fail action figure, or worse. And I think this week it is well and truly in the uh, latter category. And John, tell us about it. Yeah, I, I think if anybody knows us and has, uh, if you're a toy collector and you've been hiding under a rock, be about the only way you haven't heard about this this week. Um, a Florida mom, and that's how we'll refer to her, I guess, uh, decided that uh, Toys R Us shouldn't carry Breaking Bad figures. Now, a lot of us, in, you know, have previously said they shouldn't carry Breaking Bad figures because they're just horrible. <laughs> but, uh, um, that was the main joke running around the internet. Yeah. Uh, but uh, you know, she kind of made this choice for the world and started a petition and got Toys R Us to yank them off the shelves. So, you know, I, this is kind of a more of a discussion too, guys, especially since you guys are in Australia. The, what, what was your take on this? Mm. Oh, lame. I, could, yeah, look, I was really surprised at how quickly they caved in, actually. Um, I, yeah. 
Yeah, I don't know. Well, I think the main thing for me with this is, and I don't want to, you know, bash the US of A because, um, you know, it, it's great and got lots of friends there. But this is a very American thing. This sort of stuff doesn't seem to happen much where we are. So uh, this falls straight into the category of the one million moms doing their thing. There's that soccer mom who just takes offense to something. And, you know, if they invested all their energy into maybe helping the homeless in their area instead. <laughs> Um, but you know, I mean, this, I think this is, um, a storm in a teacup. You know, you, you go into the 1 million moms Facebook page and I think they've got like 25,000 likes. So, um, you know, it sounds like this woman is even a member of any of those groups. She was just yeah. someone who was offended and decided to yeah. blab. The, the hilarious thing to me about this, you know, presuming that, uh, it's there, that the protest is that, you know, Toys R Us shouldn't be, um, promoting something that has got to do with drug use, etc., is that for a child to be corrupted by this, they either have to already know what Breaking Bad is, or be interested enough in a bad toy of a balding middle-aged man to go and want to find out what it's about. Mm. So, you know, it mm. is, it's really a case of... I mean, it's a, a it's a misunderstanding of collector, you know, adult collector action figures and who this stuff is marketed at, even though, you know, I'm pretty sure it says 15 or 17 plus on the, um, on the toy. Um, but you know, it's a, it's so silly and I cannot believe that Toys R Us just caved in so quickly, um, to, you know, something that actually got them more bad press yeah. Um, then if they just, you know, responded to it and said, sorry, we support our adult collectors, blah, 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 like crazy. Yeah. And I mean, you know, how many Joker action figures have they oh, stopped? Of course. Like, uh, yeah. yeah. Or our spawn figures back in the day or, you oh, know. Well, you take anything. You take Darth Vader. He's killed people. You take, you know, uh, Cobra Commander. He's killed people. Um, you know, the Red Skull, he's killed people. So, the only yeah. good thing how many, how many of them were manufacturing and pushing drugs? Well, mm, the Joker does use drugs to kill people. Yeah. So, yeah, so I, what do you think, Adam? I half don't care. Um, partly, I, I kind of see it as just a, it's a, yeah, fine. They, they want to go off and ban things. Go ahead. They can take it out of the store. Um, all they're doing is cutting their own sales. They're preventing, um, the product from being sold, fine, whatever. But at the same time, I just kind of go, I agree. The only way the kid gets what that's about is by having it explained to him or watching the show. But at the same time, it's one of those things where I really don't think that that many adult collectors, or at least definitely in Australia, we, we pretty much abandoned Toys R Us and toy stores anyway. Cause, and in any case, most of Toys R Us in Australia is diapers and bloody cots. <laughs> so... Yeah, it's yeah, definitely sure. different, obviously, from yeah. the reaction from Americans. Yeah, I, I think here a lot of us walk down that aisle just to see what's new and what's out there. And, um, you know, I, I think your casual, I, you know, what it's going to kill is if they keep this kind of thing up, it's, hey, I'm going to go look for the newest G.I. Joe Star Wars Marvel figure. And I'm going to walk through that aisle and look at something and go, oh, well, they've got, you know, Laura Croft mini mates or, you know, the newest NECA you know, whatever. And I'm yeah. going to, it's not going to be there. And if it's not mm. there, I'm not going to pick it up. So my, my, if I don't find something else, I'm going to pick this up instead, you know, yeah. I'm less uh, likely to do that. 
I did like how Mike S mentioned on the AFB forum that um, he sold an absolute ton of these this week because, um, you know, suddenly they shot up in price on eBay. Exactly. Um, uh, I mean, I didn't think they were worth their recommended retail price, let alone, you know, any kind of inflated price. So I, I hate to say this, but I actually think AFB is completely responsible for, for this whole situation because <laughs> I think the people at Mezco were sitting around and going, you know, have you heard the AFB podcast? They... Um, reviewed our they red carded our you know breaking bad figure and it's killing our sales so we need to do something to pimp the sales on this and you know so they you know manufactured this whole situation just to move units it, it reminds me a lot of that reverend that comes out every year with his that christmas <laughs> time with his you know uh top five evil action figures or evil toys or whatever it is it's just a, a grab for attention and media you know your five oh. minutes of fame. Yeah, that's right. I do look forward to his lists just to see yeah. uh, what's on it this year. Yeah. yeah. I always like to check off, oh, I've got that, I've got that. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, I, I did say on, on one of the Twitter conversations I was having or on Facebook that, you know, if they wanted to add a thing where you had to be carded to buy these figures, you know, they, they wanted to check your age to make sure you were over whatever the – you know, the 17 or 18 or whatever it was, I'd, I'd be okay with that. But, but what, does just, that, what does that achieve? I, that, that's the whole I, problem with it. How is the figure, having the figure any different from seeing it in store? Exactly. It achieves I, nothing by carding someone for it. Hmm. Well, that's true because the parents are just going to buy it. And, and I guess that's what my other point was, to let the parents do the parenting. Don't try and parent for you know, all these other parents out there, you know, yeah. just because you don't want it on the shelf doesn't mean that, you know, some other group of children, you know, isn't mature enough to understand what it is and, um, you know, the, the downsides of drugs and that kind of stuff um, because their parents have talked to them about it instead of trying to hide them from the world. I think there's an interesting commentary here on the impact of social media on uh, you know, decisions that companies make, um, and how, you know, it is, you see kind of knee-jerk reactions happen that, um, you know, obviously they thought by doing that it was the best way to make it go away. Um, and they just needed to, to think a little bit longer about, well, you know, what's actually going to be worse. Now, I mean, granted, you know, that there, there is a, a reverse petition that Daniel Pickett from Action Figure Insider started and, uh, you know, the actors from the show have gotten behind it and so it's gone nuts. Um, but a lot of the people that have signed that petition are not people that would be buying Breaking Bad action figures, let alone anything. Mm. You know, it's, it's not representative. But then in the same lot, you know, the, a lot of the people that signed the original petition are, you know, people that probably don't even shop at Toys R Us. Yeah. Um, so, but it, the, the one good thing that came out of it for me was just reading the Toys R Us Facebook page <laughs> because they got absolutely hammered. I mean, there was yeah. a lot of just kind of foul stuff, that you, but then there was just some hilarious, you know, posts of people just, you know, illustrating how stupid it was by saying, you know, things like, you know, you sell, I, I can't believe that you're marketing this um, baby's Tootsie Roll uh, costume because if my child saw that he would instantly become a baby eater and why are you supporting <laughs> cannibalism and potentially diabetes um, but you know just like all kinds of stuff that like, it's just it's a very very good read but then you get a few people in there as well that are you know obviously have taken it on and 
um, believe in the cause of getting rid of it. So there you go. Mm, that's right. All right. Well, uh, silly, uninformed, narrow-minded, um, you know, mom Florida of mom. Uh, mom. I love Florida, the way you say mom. Florida mom. <laughs> uh, you're getting our well-deserved red card of the week. In the fall. In the fall. <laughs> and we'll come back in a moment with our discussion topic of the week. Thunder, 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 thunder. Introducing evil mutant warriors, Rattero, Soulsman, Croon the Destroyer. Battle against Lion-O and the new Thundercat allies, Hatchiman, Snowman. Tusker Warrior, the battle is on for the Sword of Omen. Figures and vehicles each sold separately from LJF. Well, many of us toy collectors have been doing this for a long, long time, and every now and then our tastes change, we get interested in new things, we lose interest in old things, but sometimes we need to take a long, hard look at ourselves, and you have to wonder, what are the signs that it's time to stop collecting a toy line? Well, we've gathered together some of our thoughts and we thought we'd run them by you. And I guess you can check them off and see how many apply to you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, one of the signs is when the cost of collecting a line leads to swapping collecting stories with the weekly visit from the debt collector. (laughs) And uh, look, I guess, you know, this one came about simply because of the amount of money that one can spend on their collection and how... You can quickly lose sight, I guess, of just how much you are spending and, uh, you know, it can consume a lot of time as well as money. So you have to be careful. You you can't spend all your time on eBay. And uh, I actually knew uh, a, a woman when I worked at a comic book store during my university days. I knew a woman who came in and used to buy everything to do with Star Trek that came in. And a friend of hers actually said to me one day when she wasn't there that um, she often goes without eating just so that she actually has more money to buy stuff. Oh, dear. So, hmm. I think that line, though, can be hard because, you know, it's of, of I mean, you, if you don't have a budget or the means or whatever to know, because uh, there's something obviously about collecting that is obsessive. Mm. Um, otherwise, you know, why keep doing it? So, <laughs> you know, it is, I mean, obviously if you're um, in debt or not eating, well, then that's pretty obvious. But mm. Mm. Yeah. So, Scott, what's another sign that it's time to stop collecting a toy line? Well, I think that uh, when distribution is so poor that you now only buy, t- buy toys when you're filling the prescription for your asthma inhaler, um, <laughs> then maybe it's time to rethink. So that's a American reference, obviously, to the rise of Walgreens. Um, it's actually my blood pressure medicine. <laughs> 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 I was going to say, in, in Australia, you don't actually need a prescription for an asthma inhaler, but um, the uh, yeah. So, being more general, um, when it gets so hard to find stuff, that why bother? Um, perhaps it's time to rethink. I don't know if that applies so much in Australia because we're used to not getting um, any. <laughs> well, that's right. Yeah. We're, you know, I think that we're used to having correct distribution and having to seek out what you um, need on the internet. But I'm getting a bit over. That particularly because quality can be so dodgy that mm. you know once once upon a time you know you uh, with a statue I don't have those concerns but with you know the smaller figures and things I'll I'll basically I'd give up a line before I just pre-ordered them blindly because you don't know what you're going to get 
Mm, the Tron. Yeah. Google right. eyes. <laughs> hey, Adam, what's a sign? Uh, when your favoured line's held by other collectors with the same level of reverence as Pops and Tarzos. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, hey, guys, I'm really into this. Crickets. No, it's really good. Oh. Crickets. Oh, fuck you guys, I'm out. <laughs> so is this peer pressure, you mean? Uh, yeah, there's definitely that. I mean, there's plenty of things that, like, for example, none of us are into uh, My Little Pony, right? So if someone came up to us and said, hey, guys, My Little Ponies, we'd kind of go, yeah, sure, buddy, yeah, My Little whatever. Ponies, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then just go, yeah, yeah. I've got no one to talk. Yeah, we'd say that. <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing like the um, the self-esteem boosting um effort of, you know, putting a new topic on a forum and saying, hey, is anyone buying these? And you basically get, you know, 36 views and not one single comment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, John, yeah. take it away. Well, when you spent a couple of hours terrorizing your wife with an in-depth explanation why you must have all seven color variants of a specific character. <laughs> Looking at you, Iron Man. Oh, my... <laughs> That's so true. Yeah. Every now and then something gets solicited and I just go, wow, that is so amazing. And I start telling Mrs. Shake about it and go, you know, you have to check this out. Look at the way they've done blah, 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 blah. And I, you know, I point out all the, the pros for it. And she's just like, that's nice, dear. It's like, yeah. but you don't understand. It's like, no, I, I don't. <laughs> yeah. I, my, my, um, my Batman 1 6 scale from Sideshow. I was really enamored with, and I wanted to show Mrs. Scotty. And she was like, please don't make me look at this. It's just another Batman. <laughs> like, no, but you don't understand. She was like, you're right. Don't, don't try and make me understand. It's just another Batman. I don't know why you have so many Batman. Uh, go and okay. talk to your friends online. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, that, that kind of relates back to what you were saying about Godzilla, though. You know, um... Do, do you need one or? I know. You know, do you need. But it's a different Batman. It's a Batman in this line. That's <laughs> 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 uh, true. Yes. Yes. Well, another sign that it's time to stop collecting a toy line is when the distribution is such a lost cause because the freight guy said, screw it, and just dumped the latest wave in Baxter Springs, Kansas. Hang and on, this... I need to do a Google map. You made search. that up, didn't you? <laughs> I is didn't it, actually. Is that a place? Yes, it is. How did you choose that place? <laughs> oh, I can't remember. But oh, that's hilarious. This is some um, where this one really hurts is when you get something like those you know exclusives Toys R Us three packs Marvel Legends, and all the guys on the forum are talking about you know they must be out, and you hear about them turning up in one particular region on mass, and you know people picking up multiples for friends and things mm. like that. Yet then. You hear about someone else who's been around to, you know, all six stores in their, you know, three-hour, um, you know, three-hour sort of diameter you know, region kind of thing, and they can't find a single one. And, you, you know, you have to sort of stop and wonder, you know, how is it that they actually distribute this stuff? And it just gets so hard. Yeah. Mm. Yes. I think we uh, we don't have a, a good appreciation for that whole chain and how things end up where they are. Yeah. yeah, I don't think yeah. anyone has an well, understanding. Here's, here, here's what I propose. We'll do an in-depth report. We'll go to the factory. We'll pack you in a box, Scott. <gasps> see, where see where I end up. And see where you end up. And we'll Baxter put GPS Springs, on Kansas, you. I told you. We'll, we'll put GPS on you so we can follow you around the world. 
<laughs> Sounds awesome. I can't wait. Uh, we'll, All right, we'll give you a what? juice box to go. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Me again? Uh, you again. Well, I think another sign is when you lose track of the news for the particular line and you might suddenly realize that you've actually missed a wave or, hmm. uh, or perhaps you just stop um, looking for news altogether. Yeah. I think this comes about a couple of ways. One is when people solicit things on very short notice. Um, yeah. And Sideshow are notorious for that when, you know, you get a preview and then a week later they solicit the item. But the other one is when they solicit like 18 months in advance and you go, oh, that's really cool. Yeah, I'll have to get one of those. And then you forget and it comes out eventually and you didn't actually realise it even came out until, you know, you're in some dusty comic book store in some foreign city. and Yeah. I think even a you know another extension of that is when you um you know stop go from pre-ordering something to thinking oh, I'll pick it up if I see it you know like it's mm, that kind of yeah. that, that difference yeah. of oh I know I'm going to want this and pre-ordering it to oh, I'll just I'll wait and see if I like it when I see it um, yeah you know that that may be the end yeah yeah <laughs> speaking of the end Adam yeah when you're once boundless and enthusiasm turns to general bitterness and a sense of entitlement. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. Sense of entitlement? I've never yeah. known anyone like that. No. No, no, never. We've never done that. <laughs> None of us. I mean, no, no no one ever had that attitude towards, I don't know, Motu Classics or... Um, DC Universe yeah, Classics. Yeah, Infernal Crisis or... But there is a certain amount, you know, of, of empathy and, and not saying that just as a DC Universe Classics collector or, or any sort of similar line, but, but when you've bought you know, six figures per wave, 20 waves plus, you know, all the assorted two packs, five packs. And, you know, you've given them your money, you've done the right thing, you've supported the line from the beginning. Um, you know, it does actually build up a, a sense of entitlement and, you know, you start to get a bit um, cloudy in your thinking and, you know, why can't they just do a granny goodness? I don't understand how hard it could be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that's one of the um, hardest things about collecting this stuff is that, we there's a lot that we don't know and understand and when we forget that that's why i think when that sense of entitlement develops that you know because yeah. people um post you know their dream waves and if they only made this wave but a lot of those would never sell yeah you know, we i'd buy them but you know the, the reason if, if enough people would buy them to uh make it work they'd be made mm. and mm. i think that you know in we we have a a false perception of how big this community is. It's not as big yeah. as, you know, and I mean, that's, you look at DC Universe Classics as an example, um, you know, the the, the re- death of it at retail is one thing that wasn't, you know, really about lack of um, sales. Um, you know, it was about politics. Mm-hmm. Um, but the lack of success of it um, online was not just because of character selection. It's because there just weren't enough people. Yeah. Yep. You know, That's... there just weren't not enough people. So sometimes you have to just go, well, fair enough. You know, not enough people yeah. out there to buy this. They can't just make it for just me. Yep. 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 And also remembering it's not just about break even or, or some profit for these guys. Exactly. It's about, yeah, I could spend a million or even more than that, $10 million doing this or I could spend $10 million doing that. Which one, which of those two makes me more profit? So mm-hmm. yeah, you still made me maybe 20% profit, but this guy's going to make me 50% profit. So I do that. Yeah. yeah, we we talked about that last week when we were talking about you know Scott Neat like um, leaving Mattel etc. And the one thing that I I think that 
was unfair in the way that people talked about him was, you know, this kind of sense that he could have done anything that he wanted to. Um, yeah. Because it's just not understanding what a small potato his lines were in the Mattel landscape. That, yeah. you know, he really he really couldn't do whatever he wanted because you know, it wasn't mm. a big enough deal. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Mm. You guys just reminded me how much I miss hearing about Infernal Crisis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Well, it was sweet while it lasted. Uh, good times. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right, John, well, what's another sign that it's time to stop collecting a toy line? When you start removing duplicates from your display space to make room for an obscure character, you only learn about through toy collecting. <laughs> <laughs> I resemble I, that remark. Yeah, same here. Same here. Yeah. And, you know... I, I immediately thought of the Legion, um, the DCU Classics Legion box set, because it's such a, a, a beautiful um, piece. It's 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 magical to look at. And so I was so keen to get these figures out and onto my shelf and go, ooh, ah, don't they all look fantastic? And I think I've read maybe six Legion comics yeah, in my life. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I some of the Marvel, um, the Bowen stuff in particular, um, you know, I own busts of characters that I have never read in a comic or, <laughs> you know, like some of the, like Hydro Man or whatever that is not a character that I know super well. Um, mm. but you look at that and, and it fit, I wouldn't buy it just on its own, but because it's so beautiful and it fits in with the line I'm already collecting, of course I'm going to yeah. buy it. Um, so but that's not a bad thing. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Mm. <laughs> it's not obsessive. No. 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 Mm-hmm. All right. What about when you are intensely upset that an obscure character is not getting made when mainstream characters that newbies should have picked up in Wave One are getting repeated again? <laughs> ben, that means you have to stop collecting. Yeah, I know. You yeah. complain about this all the time. I do all the time, all the time. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, it just it drives me bananas. Like <laughs> I, I completely understand the logic of needing a, a Batman or a Wolverine. Um, in every wave because it's what attracts the moms. Um, you know, but I guess, you know, you, you summed it up, Scott, when you said that uh, we are a, a minority. Um, and I guess it's because we don't see the moms and their, and their six year old billies, um, buying these figures off the shelf. Um, and, and supposedly they make up the majority. But, you know, look, to be fair, um, when I go through Toys R Us now and I look at the Marvel Legends Captain America wave, the only thing on the shelf are Captain America figures. Yeah. The uh, the AIM scientists are gone. The Hydra goons are gone. It's yep. just pegs and pegs of Captain America figures. So, you know, I feel the need to sort of, de- you know, defend that one a little bit. But I guess on the other hand, there's that theory that, you know, every figure is somebody's first. Yeah. I mean, I think that Hasbro in particular is very guilty of um, – over repeating characters, because um, I could say the same thing about some of the you know the Spider-Man classic stuff. That there are a couple of characters hanging around, but there's a lot of Spider-Man as well, um, because they you know had to have different Spideys in both waves of it, you know, etc. Mm. But you know, it's somewhere along the way. I guess you know you've got to try and appeal to the broader market who is not going to pick up a boomerang or um, you know a, a Spider Girl, um, but might actually buy a Spider-Man. Yeah, but to be fair, I think um, DC Direct was um, one of the worst offenders with this sort of thing because they weren't mass producing for you know those mass market bricks and mortar stores. They were selling collector figures to collector stores. Yet Superman and Batman just 
you know, dominated every time there was an art, um, you know, an artist-specific line. Um, you know, the big three are, are always in there straight away. Yet, yep. you know, collectors were busy trying to universe build, and you know, every time a, a new Batman or a Superman, you know, a, a, an Ed McGuinness Batman came out, people were like, "Well, you know, that means I'm not getting a I don't know." Yeah. What what I um what annoys me is when you know we understand that they've got to get those big names in there, but when they're not actually taking the opportunity to throw a bone to the collectors mm. um, as well, which you know all companies are guilty of at times. Where you think, really, you know, mm. like you couldn't have. I mean, um, the, probably at retail, the the best example of a company that does do it is Hasbro with the Marvel Universe Marvel you know, Avengers Infinite series. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you get Valkyrie and Ares and Ant-Man and whatever, and they seem to be able to make that work somehow. Um, but yeah. DC, DC Direct was terrible at that. The number of times <laughs> that you think, really? Like, you, you made this and, you know, got the same characters again and no, you know. What did it take them? 15 years to do Mira? Or? Oh. Mm. Yeah. All right. What's another sign? Oh, me. Uh, <laughs> another sign is when you are spending time pondering why you still have a subscription through com. Yeah. Which I do not. Yeah. But you know what I think that actually speaks to is just like habit, when it's just habit. Like yeah. I'm still getting this stuff because I've always done it and not because I'm actually enjoying it. The reason I stopped yeah. getting my Medicollector ones is that the last kind of um, year of Masters Universe Classics, I... I hardly opened any of the toys mm, mm. Yeah, like I, and the only reason i was actually subscribing to infernal crisis was um you know just on the off chance that we were going to get a couple of wow figures and i just didn't want to miss out yeah. and you know people go oh why didn't you just cherry pick you know on on um you know, whatever it is, sale day. Um, and, you know, the main reason I do that is because, you know, often it's 3 o'clock in the morning yeah. that I have to get up and then deal with Digital River. Um, and, and, you know, I, as I get older, I don't exactly have the patience for that sort of thing. Um, but, you know, they also would throw you a bone with the exclusive, like Metron was sensational. Yeah. Um, but, you know, you sit back now and you go, well, you know, I've got Metron, but, geez, you know, i also got a few duds as well. Oh, yeah. Mm. So... All right, Mr. Adam. Uh, when geographical boundaries make a next film possible because you live in any country except the USA. <laughs> um, I, it's, I remember the first or second Marvel Universe wave, um, and I just could not find for the life of me. I have a feeling it was Bullseye. Could not find him for the life of me in Australia at all. And, mm. and that was, you know, the first wave. So I had to. I think I ended up getting that one through Mike S. But that was just incredible. Um, yeah. And I think this was I, around the time Legends was dying. I just started getting Legends gone. Yeah, that's clearly dying. Okay, what's next? One of the even sorry, you can see that here in the U.S. though, because if it's a store exclusive, and you don't happen to live near one of those stores. Yeah. Um, I can't remember yeah. what it was, but there was something I was looking for that, that, um, you know, I just, I don't live near, you know, within 300 miles of one of those stores mm. and, yeah. uh, you know, that makes it impossible. Yeah. Well, you know, I think we said when we started talking about the Walgreens exclusives that Walgreens have more stores than um, Toys R Us, Target and Walmart put together. Um, and I think it was Toys R Us who had the lowest number of stores with, uh, I think it was about 1,200 or something like that. So, you know, I imagine there are collectors who live in, you know, semi-rural or even rural areas who rely almost entirely on, on mail order. Mm. 
Um, so yeah, it, I would imagine. it makes it tough. One of the things I actually found out very recently um, when I was talking on one of the um, the statue forums was um, a lot of European countries automatically calculate their, their VAT, which is sort of like their import tax, uh, as part of the sale price. So, for example, I think it was a guy in Sweden or one of the Scandinavian countries was saying that um, by the time he paid all his import taxes, etc., um, his Red Sonja statue cost him close to 500 pounds equivalent so that's so over 700 because of the you know the 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 weight of the box and the dimensions and the exchange rate and all that sort of thing and i said to him you know i find that really odd because in australia you only have to pay um you know that import tax if the item is over a thousand dollars because we just don't have the infrastructure and resources to to Mm. to charge everyone for every item that comes through and um he actually said that this is actually calculated by FedEx, like the, the deal that FedEx actually has with mm. his country is it's actually calculated by FedEx. So you don't actually even have a choice. When, okay. when you order these things, um, you pay for them, and then when they're ready to ship, they charge you for the shipping plus all the uh, associate, associated taxes to go with it at the time. Yeah. And then a couple of other guys stepped up and said, yeah, yeah, that works the same for us. I know England works like that too. Yeah. So we're very fortunate oh. in Australia in that regard. Because, mm. yeah, I mean, mm. and how long it will last, I don't know. But at the moment, anything under $1,000 is exempt mm. from any, you know, import duties, etc. Yeah. Um, so, so we, you know, we might live at the arse end of the earth and, and, <laughs> and, you know, shipping can be quite expensive, but um, I still think we're doing it better than uh, a lot of people are. Oh, for sure. So, yeah. Yeah. I actually was, um, the, the main reason I was on that forum is because um, one of the guys from ARH Studios is on there quite a bit and they were talking about the Death Dealer statue and there were a number of guys who actually said, I can't get this statue simply because the shipping and VAT will just double the cost, basically. So, Mm. All right, moving on. What's another sign? When you find yourself trying to talk yourself into buying something rather than out of it. And (laughs) that one, I think, is pretty common. It is. It is. I know that I... I have done that several times myself, and I know when I do it, it's one of those things. I'll I'll pick it up and I'll walk around with it, and then I'll put it back. You know. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 I found that with comics, um, like that kind of in, into habit, like oh, I should keep getting that because I've got I've, I've you know got them all, etc. That you know, you have to kind of stop back and go, hold on, are you still enjoying this? Mm. Yeah, like because uh-huh. I think a lot of this for me applies to comics as well. Like I know when I need to stop dropping something when. You know, I've got six issues sitting there that I haven't read. Yeah. And like, well, then why yeah, am I yeah. still buying this? I'm obviously not enjoying it anymore. Like, um. Yeah. Look, I find that this is mainly applicable to availability. Um, for example, with the, um, the X-Men Legends Jubilee set, you know, I sat there saying, I have no interest in that ugly Cyclops. Um, I have no interest in, you know, figure X, figure Y, figure Z, but I really, really want the builder figure. And, oh, and, you know, the strife figure is not too bad. You know, I wouldn't mind that one. But then I sit there and think, oh, by the time I track down a Jubilee on eBay and, you know, and, and sit there stalking auctions and do, oh, I just can't be bothered. I'll just, you know, I'll just yeah. buy the whole wave off of Mike S and be done with it. And so, you know, you, you're talking yourself into getting these figures. Mm. Uh-huh. So, mm. Yes. All right. Another sign is when there's a new character variant and you're damned if you can tell what makes it such. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I lose track, uh, honestly, of all the Marvel Legends Captain Americas. 
<laughs> we've we've had a, a plethora of figures in in the last couple of years because of you know obviously the Captain America and Avengers films, and so every time there's a new Cap figure, I sit there going, so is this like is this the ultimate version or is this the now version, which is based on the movie one, which is based on the Ultimates one, and I can't see what's different to the last one, and I can't be bothered even looking them up, and I'll probably just end up getting it anyway because I need the Builder figure piece. Why am I even buying these? Yeah. Geez, that was depressing. Yeah. Well, I think yeah. um, that th- some, this was mentioned in because we, you know, we asked people on social media um, about this, and I think so I think it was Patrick Eukers who said, like, you know, when you can't find the individual figure, you have to buy the whole wave online. Mm. And the same thing applies because sometimes you might actually want the variant, um, but in order to get it, you've got to buy a whole other bunch of you know figures that you already have or you don't want. Um, yeah. Same thing applies. Mm. Or they bring out a line that's mostly variants with one new character that I think, uh, <laughs> yeah. I, just, I just want that one. <laughs> yes. Well, the last reason that we thought of was, uh, and this probably applies to Ben more than anyone else here, is maybe <laughs> it's time to stop dropping the line when you've already made them yourself before they've been released. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is um this is annoying for a couple of reasons. One is because why did I put all that effort into customizing my own version when they've now just gone and brought one out and could have saved me the hassle. Um but a lot of it too is that it is it's nice to have custom figures on the shelf because they look good amongst your collection because no one else has got them. So then when they finally do get around to bringing out the figure, it's like, well, you know, you bastards, now my figure's not special and um, Your figures actually, will always be special to us, Ben. Oh, I know yeah. that. I know. <laughs> but, um, I mean, that was actually one of the reasons that I hesitated in getting the uh, San Diego Comic-Con exclusive um, Thanos Imperative set because it had a couple of figures that I already had. Um, it had a Gladiator, and um, I already have a good Gladiator that I customized. Um, it was the second figure I ever did, and I'm very, very proud of it. Um and so my Gladiator went on eBay. So isn't the, the Thanos one, my custom one, is still sitting proudly on my shelf because I, I like it better than the one Hasbro did. So, hmm. All right, well, we also threw this out to our assorted uh, social media and we got some pretty good, um, pretty good responses. One that I particularly liked, well, not liked because it's kind of depressing, was, um, was from Happy Panda when he said that um, finding... Uh, figures from lines that are just a couple of years old and you're down to just a few and they're going on eBay for, you know, $50 loose with $15 shipping. And, yeah, that's a tough one. I know um, DC US Classics did that quite often. There were a lot of those, you know, two-pack figures that were going for really, really big bucks on eBay. Yeah. 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 Light Ray, et cetera. Yeah. A lot of people mentioned, obviously, price. Chris said, when the price gets bumped up beyond where I can make myself live with it, and certainly that is a, a factor. Thank you, Chris. God, we've, yeah. all, we've all done that, haven't we? It's like, I paid more than I probably should, but now I've got it. But God, I feel guilty. I need to go and buy something else to make myself feel better. The block yeah. said, when it starts being sold exclusively at MaddieCollector.com. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Uh, um Figure fan zero, I, I love what he said. He said, if my figures from an active line go into the totes in the storage closet, it's a good bet I'm about done with it. Yeah, that's yeah. that old thing about, um, you know, I need to make space to display something else, and hey, I'm not really enjoying that line that much, so I'll just put them aside for now. So, 
Yeah. yeah. But look, I, I think too, you know, sometimes that can be a pretty good sign that it's time to uh, put some stuff on eBay. I, I'm, I do that uh, pretty regularly. I sort of look back probably every 12 months, usually around Christmas time and go, mm, not sure that I ever, you know, really want those anymore. And I either yep. sell them or, or yep. you know, I, I give them away under the giving tree. That's yep. one way I clear out my collection each year. Yeah. Yeah. So sometimes, you know, I will find like, oh, I haven't opened that. Mm. And then, you know, it's gotten kind of brushed away with other stuff. And you think, well, if I haven't opened it, then do I actually want it? Or, cause so- sometimes, you know, you open things and then think, um, you know, if I hadn't opened this, I think I probably would have sold it. Mm. Um, you know, cause obviously loose stuff doesn't sell as well. Um, well, I mean, it does, it sells, but it doesn't make as much money. Um, yeah. but, you know, if I've had something for sitting in the pile for a while and haven't got around to opening it, then you think, mm, I wonder. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Nerdgasm said, if it's new stuff, when they reissue the main characters, and uh, yes. that's probably one of the things that's annoying you, Adam, isn't it? With the the Marvel Universe figures, not only that, yeah. but when they do the two packs, bit. they do the two packs, and one of the figures oh. you've already got, yeah, and then they did a variant, like the variant Juggernaut with no helmet. Mm-hmm. That's the one. That's one of the ones I've just sat on the fence over and over again, and just gone, I can't be bothered getting it. Mm. I, why? He's just not got his helmet on. Yeah, whatever. But yeah, there's so many repeats. Like it, it's really good for um, needy children. I'll tell you that. But <laughs> um, like, I haven't got the. I've still got the wave in my um, pile of loot from Big Bad that you just got, Scott. Yeah. And the two waves before that, I still haven't opened them yet. They're mm. still just sitting there. I'm just going, ah, do I bother? Do I just start clearing out the space and making room for other things? Mm. But we'll see. Yeah. Yeah, I, I actually had a couple of um, drawn-out Twitter conversations the other day on this, and um, one of them was with new listener Thorazine, and he's been a friend of mine for a while on Twitter, but he also runs the site Plastique Freaks. That's P-L-A-S-T-I-Q-U-E freak.com. And um, he actually took, and he was a big Transformers collector, and he reached the point where he's like, I don't have any room. I, I'm His one comment I really liked because it was um, – he kind of said that, you know, collecting started to feel like an obligation to him mm. Uh, mm. to get everything and to try and outdo everybody else's collection. And, um, yeah. you know, having the clarity to recognize that, he actually said, I'm going to collect G1 Transformers and these particular characters and really limited his collection down to, to just a couple of things. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, I think that's the, the biggest lesson in all of this is kind of being, you know, having that clarity to recognize these signs and going, okay, what am I, what am I doing here? You yeah. know, am I, am I just buying these things over and over? Cause you know, I really like Luke in his farm boy outfit or you know, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Darth and, Vader. Or, well, that's, that's exactly right. And look, I, I'm going to have to sit down and really decide what I want to do with Star Wars Black because um, yeah, you know, we've had we've been doing this show now for two and a half years, you know, week after week. And um, I remember when back in the the days when we talked about wish lists, one of the things I said was that if they ever did a, a six inch Star Wars line, I, I was in. And uh, and yeah, I, I've jumped in and I've got you know half a dozen sand troopers and I've got half a dozen stormtroopers. <laughs> But, you know, well, you know, they're going to look fantastic with Darth Vader and, and I don't feel any need to justify that. But then I sit back and go, well, what am I going to do when they do, you know, TIE Fighter pilots? What am I going to do when they do snow troopers? What am I going to do when they do Jawas, Tuscan Raiders, Emperor's Royal Guard? Um, yeah. Yeah, don't army build. That's the motto of the story. <laughs> don't be an yeah. army builder. <laughs> well, you know, um, 
I actually walked past a Marvel Legends Hydra figure um, from the Captain America wave and left it on the pegs. <gasps> Um, because with the old Hydra figures and the new Hydra figures, I've got 21, so... Oh, my God! <laughs> ben! I know, I know. I have I have four um, Star Wars Black Stormtroopers, and I'm like, oh, my God, what am I doing? <laughs> hey, I've, yeah. just, just remember, I've got 13 or 14 Sentinels, so, yeah, you know. Yeah, sure. <laughs> you know, Star Wars is an interesting one because it's been around for so long now. You know, whether you're a vintage collector or, you know, you started back in 95 for, I think about when, that's when the new line started. I mean, if you think it started in 95, that's almost 20 years. Yeah. Yeah. And there's been a lot of dropping off points. And, uh, Cape Crusader on Twitter, he mentioned that, that when Clone Wars figures started or came to an end, that's when he stopped. Mm. Um, but he's looking forward to the Rebels figures. So, you know, it's, it's easy to get back in. But, you know, that was kind of the point where my Star Wars collecting was getting was when the new black figures came out. Not the six inch ones, obviously, because I'm yeah. not going to buy those. Um, but I got to the point, I was like, well, I have 30 Darth Vader's or whatever it is. And, you know, X number of Luke's and I, they just weren't making, you know, I had to ask myself, what do I really need a a new Luke or do I need a new Han? And, um, you know, I kind of look at it now as if, uh, it's a distinct, um, upgrade from a figure I have, you know, Mm -hmm. like Admiral Akbar when he came out a couple years ago, he was a distinct upgrade to the previous Akbar. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, and, uh, one of the ones I was just thinking about came through from, um, to, to, to John on Twitter from um, Panama Zartan and said, for me, when you start giving priority to other stuff instead of uh, toys. And, uh, you know, that's true because most of us have other interests, whether it's, you know, video games and, and that sort of thing. And for me, um, old comics um, are, are always a love. And, and I'd probably say that, you know, I enjoy buying old comics more than I do um, toys and statues. Um, and, you know, every now and then I, I get on a bit of a, a hot streak with old comics and I, I get something for an absolute you know, steel and you sort of, um, I don't know, you can go through, um, you know, waves, I guess, you know, the ups and downs of getting really enthusiastic. I also, um, am a, uh, well, I haven't played for a while, but a tabletop war gamer. So, um, you can spend a lot of money on, you know, games workshop products and things like that. Yeah. So, yeah. So, well, hmm. I think huge thank you to Adam for the suggestion for this topic. Yeah. Very good. Absolutely. Okay. And I guess, you know, look, if you're, um, if you're still enjoying your collecting, that's fantastic. And if it's not impacting on your life, either sort of financially or, or emotionally or, or anything else, then, um, you maritally. Know, more, yeah, maritally, um, <laughs> then more power to you. But look, I guess, you know, if, if you are finding yourself starting to question things, you might want to, uh, use this discussion topic as a bit of a checklist and, um, you know, have a bit of a think about why you are doing what you're doing. And thanks to everybody that contributed on social media. Absolutely. Yeah. And and don't stop the contributions on this. We, you know, if you listen to this and think, hey, we're, up, we're wrong or you think of something else, please please write in and tell us because we want to hear. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, that wraps up our discussion topic for this episode. And we'll come back in a moment with some feedback and then we'll wrap things up. Join electronic talking small soldiers. I am Archer, leader of the Gorgonites. Phrases like in the movie. Prepare for battle. And giant electronic talking ship. Major Chip Hazard reporting. The ultimate in hand-to-hand combat. Commandos, attack! Ships armed to the teeth. But Archer cuts him down to size. 
Before we finish off, we have some feedback from our listeners to share with you. And if you'd like to hear your questions, comments, or suggestions on future episodes, you can email us at podcast at actionfigureblues.com and you may just hear it read out. And hey, John, I think you've got something. Yep. Um, Patrick Eukers, we've heard from him a couple times this episode, but he said to me specifically on last week's episode, I associate that gray shirt with the red bat logo we apparently both own with the 66 Batmobile. And I hadn't thought about that, but it really is kind of that Batmobile yeah. type logo. Um, it is indeed. I'm okay with that. So hmm. it's cool. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. I liked it because it's not the distinct bat, you know, the regular Batman bat. It's a little off. So. Every Tom, Dick, and Harry wears. Yeah. Mm. I have one of those, too. Well, I have more so, than one. So do I. <laughs> <laughs> I have a number of those. But, uh, yeah. Well, thank you, Patrick. I hadn't I hadn't put that together, but that's cool. Yeah, nice. All right. And, oh, God, we're going to continue this. <sighs> yes. Well, yeah, please d- do. just to show my professionalism, I'm going to read out something I totally disagree with. Um, <laughs> because Owen's son on Twitter said to John, I'm late to the party, but that Yoda is not cute. You're wrong. <laughs> he is in, so. And in, in this case, if you don't like his comment, please write to send your feedback to Plan Banter because he's one of the hosts. So, <gasps> um, he has a cute yeah. dog, though. Yes, he does have a cute dog. Yeah, so that's his that's... dog. His dog's name is Zorak. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, that's awesome! Yeah. All right. Very Outstanding. Cool. Thank you, one and all. And uh, hey, that's the end of the show. Hey, we did it. We did another two-hour epic. Uh, love it. Love your work. Excellent. All right. Well, thank you for your company, gentlemen, and it's always a pleasure. Good night, Likewise. Argentina. Good night and farewell. Bye-byes. Goodbye. Have your pets spayed or neutered. And your Florida moms. Yeah. Ooh, too and late for that. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. The Action Figure Blues podcast can be found on iTunes and Stitcher Radio and downloaded direct at actionfigureblues.com by clicking on the podcast tab. If you do listen to us on iTunes, please take a moment to leave a positive rating and review. We also have an active fan forum at afbforum.com where you can join in with all of the hosts of the podcast and many other collectors to discuss news, new releases, old lines, and engage in trades and sales in a safe community. Please join us there. While you're at actionfigureblues.com, please don't forget to check out our sponsors like Mike's Comics and Stuff, ShelfLife.net, and the Pop Culture Superstore, who help keep our site running. You can also find us on Twitter at AFBlues and on our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash actionfigureblues. Thanks for listening. kind of comfort relief oh comfort relief yeah yeah a relief from comfort yeah yeah i'm just so comfortable that i need a break from being comfortable <laughs> Ew. that's all i have to say about that you are disgusting yep. the guy that has the cube next to me does that all the time at are you serious yep i would smack him around what burps yep like that.
As in he's not allowed to burp or... Well, there's a difference between burping and burping like, you know, for effect, like you just did. (laughs) So does he burp for effect? If he's in his cube by himself, why would he do that? I know, it's gross. (laughs) I would slap him around. (laughs) I'm going to go burn someone's bra. Florida moms. Florida moms.